So welcome along to another episode of F1 Grid Talk. Last weekend we had the Malaysian Grand Prix and, well, it's is it back to the regular procession as normal, Dave? No, no I don't think it will be. It was last weekend um, and I'm sure anyone who got up very early to watch it probably found themselves nearly nodding off towards the end, um, apart from a little Williams handbags at dawn. Mm. Um I don't think it's necessarily going to be back to the way it was. Um, I think probably the heat had a, had a degree in probably wiping out some of the younger, less experienced guys. Mm. So we'll probably see, you know, Bahrain is at night um, this weekend. Yeah. So we'll probably see that uh, maybe some of the younger guys will come back again. It'll make it a little bit easier. Plus, it's going to make it a lot easier on the teams and their cars with slightly less heat by being run at night. So. Uh, it's interesting I still you know two races in I know Merck are probably looking like they could do it this year but again it's two races in it's very 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 early days so it's it's still hard to predict though I mean yeah. normally by this point in the season I, I'd have a cheeky a cheeky flutter and see I still don't think I can really call it mm. exactly how it's going to go and you know there's a lot of different opinions going on there's you know there's a lot of kind of politics and people are saying one thing and doing another it's going to be hard to call definitely so yeah um, right. makes it interesting for the fans though that's true uh, Hamilton was very dominant like his teammate was back in uh, Australia but uh, one thing that's sure Vettel is definitely catching up to the Mercedes yeah, yeah, he. De- I think he's. I think he's getting his head around the car a little bit more. I think the team are getting their head around the car a little bit more. Still not quite there though. I mean, just when you watch him in the car, he just doesn't. He's not quite the same super slick, super smooth Vettel that we're used to seeing or yeah. have seen over the last couple of years. Uh, and I mean, Ricardo just seems more at home in the car, which is yeah. You know, even though he seems to still have a Mark Webber spec car <laughs> after. Um, after last weekend but you know I mean he's got a great attitude he's clearly so far not letting politics or anything get to him and he's you know, obviously he's super smiley and happy all the time but mm. you know he's kind of he's I think he's taken quite a mature approach and if I'm honest I mean last season when it announced he was going there I was li- you know he was like Fettel's bitch and that's it yeah. whereas I think now Actually, you know, he's kind of he's he's holding a candle he, to. He's um, I think he's done more than hold a candle to, to Sebastian. Actually, I think he's done very very well. And I think in a way, I part of me wonders. You know, I know Vettel is very experienced and determined and strong willed, but I wonder is he slightly has he slightly upset Vettel's mojo in the sense of he's, yeah. you know he's he beat him in Australia. Well, obviously he obviously beat him in Australia, but. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. He's getting there, and unlike Mark Webber, he can actually, you know, start get up the start, get up the top <laughs> of the grid and get it away. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think absolutely this season, and I hope it does happen. But I think we're going to see some proper tussles mm. between those two. Yeah, um, you know, and I think it probably, I don't think, I think he'll probably, you know, seed his seed to Vettel, but. Still, I think I don't think it'll make it quite as easy, um, and certainly Massa didn't make it any easier for Bottas at the weekend. So no, that was a very interesting <laughs> ding I think that yeah. the choice of words were also very interesting there. Yeah, I I, I can ima- I can just imagine what Massa was probably saying inside the car when when he was told that um, 
Bottas is faster than you. I'm just sure it was not just, again. It's probably just like a bad dream, you know. I mean, he's had years of that, and I, look, regardless, even though he's newer to the team, I think he feels like he is the number one driver there, mm. or he should be the number one driver there. I mean, talent-wise, I don't know. I think Bottas might have more talent when it comes down to it, when it comes to the crunch. And I, I kind of wonder. I mean, obviously, Bottas knew that he had gotten the message yeah. so so he knew there was only there was little between them so there, you know there's two tyres wear two tyres two laps worth of tyre wear in the difference so the cars were as close as possible mm. but I noticed like he had one kind of lap where he got really really close and then he just kind of backed off and I wondered did Bottas actually kind of not chase it as hard as he could have. I wondered if he just kind of go, do you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna play the I team game. I can see here. he's not gonna do it. I'm not gonna risk doing anything. And in a way, I wonder did he kind of go? I'll let Massa have this one. Yeah. Interesting, but I mean, you know, I mean, they were all being very well. I mean, they were being relatively um, diplomatic in the post race interviews, but I'm sure the debrief was probably a little bit different. And certainly. You know, I, I saw an interview with Claire Williams uh, afterwards, and she was she seemed a bit more pissed off, really. So, yeah, we shall see how that one will play out. But I think that could be an interesting one to watch this season because you know, we'll, I think that was that was really the first case this season where we've seen team orders pulled. I think so. Yeah, um, and it's interesting that it's again in Malaysia we've had uh, team orders being pulled and not being adhered to. So yeah. whether there's something in the something in the water right there, we'll <laughs> sh- we shall wait and see. Um, McLaren though this weekend they they just they were nowhere. I mean after Magnussen yeah. had his broken front wing on the first lap, they just they didn't seem to be anywhere this weekend. Yeah, and no, that's kind of well not what we normally see with McLaren but it's what we saw last season I think with a bit McLaren who yeah. uh, it was a, they, were, they were dire last season but mm. they kind of had would have one good race and think okay maybe they're making a return and next thing they're just like no not as races again so I, I don't know I mean I think the team overall I think are doing I mean the car seems to be an awful lot better the drivers seem happier with the cars Um, I just wondered did they maybe just not nail the setup properly yeah, you know, or or is weight loss playing in a game here? I mean, Jensen mm. Button is a tall man. He's also on a very hard uh, regime for losing weight. He's yeah, he's not the laziest man in the world. Mm. Likes to do triathlons on his day off is, and stuff. I wonder like if he's just trying to stay awake in the car. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the big thing was obviously there was the the rumor that pre the Malaysian Grand Prix, the build up to it at a PR event, a driver passed out, an unnamed driver. Um, at a at a kind of a, a PR event, so clearly that's showing that the drivers are having to push themselves physically. You know, not even uh, apart from in the car, but physically having to push themselves mm. an awful lot more to lose weight because a lot of a lot of teams have already said, "Yeah, our cars are too heavy." So, um, it seems that it's easier to get the driver to lose a couple more kilos than it is for them to shave a few more kilos off the car Um, and I'm sure throughout the season we'll probably see the cars will get slightly lighter as different upgrades and as as they get to understand the systems a little bit more as that happens but it's it's I mean to be honest it's it's worrying that drivers are, are at the point where 
not even when they're in a race car they're they're passing out because yeah. of you know because they're, they're just they're it's not that they're not healthy but they're clearly just they're so under underweight now that it's becoming a problem and you can see it even when you look at it on TV you can see that you know some of the drivers I mean you know Jensen Button always looks fairly gaunt at the best times but you see it in the other drivers as well now that they're you know, there, there, there's not really much fat to be, yeah, <laughs> fat, much more fat to be trimmed in it, you know. Um, but uh, and obviously as well, apart from McLaren not being on form, Lotus are kind of slightly coming back, but well, well they still, got a car to the line this weekend. Th- yeah, they've still got a few. They've still have a few setbacks. Mm. Um, I'm sure Maldonado is absolutely delighted that he's gone from, uh, you know, left Williams. You know, Williams are doing. Had, we're doing terribly with Maldonado there he leaves takes all his money goes to Lotus who were doing very well who suddenly start doing very badly yeah. and next thing Williams are running rings around everyone so I kind of wonder is Maldonado just cursed <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's just Lotus are you know I mean the car isn't apart from the nose the car isn't totally radical no um, but I mean they've certainly had worse luck with the Renault engine than some of the other teams have yeah. had I mean Caterham I know they're kind of going through quite a bit of their these extra spare components that they can use throughout the season yeah. um, and Red Bull I know in testing were you know, we all know how bad the testing was pre-season but they seem to be slightly more you know getting the the whole package to work together so it's Lotus Inc at the moment that aren't doing very well I'm sure that's probably compounded by the fact that they've lost a lot of staff this year as well so. yeah they've lost a lot of team personnel mm. over the winter so yeah I don't think we'll be seeing them anyway sort of beyond mid-pack I think this season unless they have a huge breakthrough with the car mm. um, so we just have to kind of wait and see really Um I mean, apart from that, obviously we're starting to see uh, penalty points getting issued as well now That's so the for thing. the drivers, which Magnus was, I think, so. I think Malaysia was a little bit harsh on some of the drivers. Yeah, Magnussen and Bottas mm. have both gotten two penalty points each mm. on their license. Yeah. So, so for anyone who isn't, who's kind of wondering what the hell we're talking about now, the drivers uh, effectively, like you know, you or I with our car licenses can yeah. get penalty points and once they accumulate 12 penalty points 12 over penalty points. a 12 month rolling period so it could be from halfway through this season and the first half of next season yeah. but when they get 12 points they're then banned for one race um, so obviously you know and they seem to be I mean one of them was for blocking or supposed blocking and qualifying and now I saw it it wasn't a massive block and it yeah so it's interesting that they're giving out points not willy nilly but they're certainly not being uh, you know they're not letting them have a certain bit of leeway first they're just they're giving the points straight away so that'd be interesting I think I kind of felt sorry for Ricardo who hit an awful race and then the fact that he got a penalty down for an unsafe release because the team the team didn't put a front wheel front left wheel didn't go on properly he was released or went from the pit stop when he shouldn't have and the wheel didn't come off and he only went kind of four or five garages down and stopped not blocking anyone and then they pushed him back but which was a huge penalty in itself in terms of I mean that his race was over at that point anyway I think to give him a 10 point penalty for that I know they're probably just trying to set a standard for every all the other teams and to make an example out of them, but still it was a little bit kind of 
it was rubbing salt in the wounds. And um, and it's not like Red Bull are renowned for sloppy pit stops either. No, no, and uh, I, I you know it's very rare that they get anything wrong. Now I know obviously last year a big part you know they had the Mark Webber incident in Germany when the wheel came off and actually hit a mechanic and prompted a rule change now where all the team personnel have to wear helmets in the pit lane um, and there can't be any cameramen as well camp- in the pit lane yeah so I mean well I think they've 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 slightly loosened that up a little bit more yeah. but yeah, yeah the pit lane is not as busy as it used to be um, and it was quite interesting that I noticed when he came in um, the second when they got him back to the pits when the guy went to run out to put a jack on he actually ran back towards the garage for a moment to adjust because his helmet wasn't on properly yeah. so clearly they're even aware of in a high pressure situation that they've got to be you know they've got to be have their helmet on and strapped up so yeah I mean look yeah, it killed Ricardo's race and it's a little bit annoying I mean look we saw absolute you know a hint of a glint of brilliance from him in Australia um, unfortunately he lost the place but I think he's right to still consider that he got second place because he, he drove the car um, I think we're going to see good things from him though this yeah, year yeah definitely you know? one to watch right um, I think I think it's going to be very interesting between uh, Rosberg and Hamilton Vettel and uh, Ricardo. Ricardo and you know unfortunately Alonso I mean you know he's good at getting a car that isn't really on form and getting it up and getting results out of it um, but he's really struggling with Kimmy, this car. Kimmy just seems to be just making up the numbers um, disappointingly you yeah. know so I think today as well uh, both Fernando and Kimmy spoke to the press and a, bit, a few conflicting opinions Kimmy said that he expects the upgrades in Bahrain to work and Alonso said they're not going to make any difference mm. and you know in that case I'd be more inclined to believe Alonso yeah. than Kimmy Um you know, he's the one that has put in way more effort and time and developing the car. I mean, Kimmy is known to be a good development driver, but I wonder if Kimmy just toned the party line. And, yeah. You know, he certainly seems to be there more for financial gain more than anything else. Really, you know, I don't, I don't quite even see him having the desire to go and win another world championship. He just doesn't have that fire like some of the other guys have. So. He's not showing it if he has. Mm, yeah, well, he's not good at showing much anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. And uh, Sabre as well, the uh, double retirement and the chassis is fairly overweight. Yeah, it's they're, it they're kind of just... It's all going to be pants really for them. Yeah. Um, I suppose... I mean, look, the, the problem with these teams that the... the the kind of mid-pack teams is that they can be quite hit and miss. You know, obviously they don't have the huge budgets that some of the bigger teams have, so they kind of have to put more of their eggs into one basket when it comes to the initial development of the car. Mm. And I think they've not quite gotten it right this year. And I, I think we could probably see this lasting a lot longer. I mean, I don't think they're necessarily going to just turn up at the next race and suddenly have all their ducks in a row again I think it's going to be you know I think we're going to see probably a drop off from where they were at the end of last season compared to uh, this season I still don't know about Force India as well I mean Force India I'm still I can't quite be sure of like if they've got a good car or not obviously it didn't help with Perez going out straight away yeah Um, but Nico Hulkenberg is certainly pushing that car to probably where it shouldn't be yeah, I mean, he and he's the right sort of guy to do that. Probably even better than Perez is at doing that. Mm. Um, but you know, if, if you believe all that's going on in the background, this this is their make or break season. If they don't 
deliver this season uh, it looks like Vijay Malia who owns the team is just going to go oh, that's it pull the plug um, it's very much now the same of course he may well sell it to somebody else yeah um, but yeah it's going to be uh, I think they're under a lot of pressure this year to deliver some good results this is the same with Cater Tony Fernandez has said this, this is yeah, make or break same thing I, and I suppose it's been worse for Cater really because obviously they had you know they had an interesting start um, with the whole conflict between Lotus and and them and you know who is who yeah um, and then obviously you know I think they've not really delivered in the last couple of seasons um, no. I mean they're they're fighting for Marussia you know or sorry with Marussia right at the back and I mean look you know the thing is Tony Fernandez is a businessman he's more so than a sports person yeah. you know it's he's airline is his business um, but he also owns a football team he owns QPR um, but it's very much I suppose he's looking at it from a business perspective and if he's not getting the results he's not getting the return yeah it doesn't make it's no longer a viable option for him so again you know I think potentially we could see two teams go by the end of this season well yeah um, that's the thing they're there is an application for another team from 2015 an American yeah. man called Graham Haas is it? yeah yeah. Um, which is linked in with the Newman House a very famous uh, racing team in America do a lot of IndyCar and things like that mm. um, I mean <laughs> we, we would hope it's better than the last American <laughs> uh, USF1 American USF1 attempt um, yeah. that was clearly you know they had registered offices on Fantasy Island Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, look, it's always interesting when the prospect of a new team comes along, um, and that's something we'll talk about later I think in the season. Probably, yeah, it's probably a little bit too early in the season to be discussing that. But I mean, absolutely, I think you know, it'd be interesting to keep an eye on it. There's a lot of work involved in setting up a team as well, so mm. you know, it's not they're not going to it's not going to pop up overnight. And decisions won't be made straight away, but certainly, it's be an interesting one and. The only thing is, as we approach turn a halfway point in the season and past halfway point, when the kind of driver merry-go-round starts again, mm. the fact—I mean, this could, what could have a huge effect—is the fact that just potentially two teams could be leaving the sport, so to speak. Although teams rarely leave, and that they're usually bought over by another company, but yeah. still, it's that could have uh, quite a big upset later on the season. But we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. In that case, so Bahrain this weekend. Yeah, um, celebrating the tenth anniversary of the Grand Prix, it's going to be a nighttime race for the first time. Yep. Yeah, um. So predictions. I mean, I know Ferrari normally go quite well there. Yeah. Um. But it's going to be hard to call this this year I think McLaren could be back on form mm. Hamilton does have good form around there though yes um, so I mean and he's going to have a little bit more in his pocket now coming off the back of a victory and it's the fact that it's a week it's a back to back race yeah so the momentum the teams, teams will be there Um yeah, I think we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, Hamilton will have a haircut before <laughs> before uh, before Bahrain. Um, so, who's your money on then for Bahrain? I'm gonna go with Hamilton. I think. Yeah, I think Hamilton's is gonna is gonna carry this forward, and I think he's gonna do well there. Um, I think Rosberg potentially could get a podium as well, um, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bold and say Ricardo is gonna get back up there. Top I, four for Ricardo. I, think. I I could see that. I mean, cooling yeah. won't be an issue. No, with no. Uh, with it being at night time. Yeah. So I think I think uh, 
that could be where it's going to go so yeah yeah, we shall see yeah, until next time then enjoy All the right. Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend and we'll talk to you uh, post Bahrain see you perfect. then perfect